0: Mitch from PickDogs.com here with your live show for Saturday, August 14th. I forgot to hit the podcast button. You guys are supposed to remind me. But we have been posting the podcast every day here on Spotify and iTunes. For those of you that can't catch the live show, don't have time to watch it on YouTube, you can listen to it on the go on Spotify and iTunes. It is called Picks from the Dog House. So be sure to check it out. Um Yeah, it's uh, NFL preseason, but it it was fun. And I thought, like, the way exactly, I think you have the rah-rah coaches and you have the coaches that are kind of douchebags, and those are the ones that are always going to do well in preseason. And bad coaches are always going to be bad coaches. So, like, you know, we saw Cliff Kingsbury. Nobody goes for the tie with a minute left to go in preseason. Nobody does that. He brings in the kicker after the penalty on fourth down. (laughs) It was like they were out of it on fourth down. They got stopped, but there was a penalty. They were illegal motion, pre-snap penalty. They moved the ball back five yards. He brings Prater in. They kick the field goal. They kick off to tie the game. They kick off and uh, three and out. Including, they use their timeouts, they they throw an incompletion to stop the clock, they get the ball back and end up kicking a a field goal to win as time expires in the game. That's not what you're
1: supposed to do in the preseason, you go for
0: it. Well, that's why we we discussed the douchebag coach and the rah-rah guy yesterday, and that's what you want to have in the preseason. If there's an X factor in the preseason, and we'll talk about a few of the games today, you have to take that angle. There's no other angle to take. I mean, David Blau isn't the angle, right? And, you know, Rod had his guy Strevler. He was good, you know. He was good. He made some mistakes. He's not, you know. He hangs yeah, on to the ball a little perfect. long for me. You know? Yeah, a little too long. A little too He's long. He's
2: used to the CFL where you can hold it for just a little long. You can't hold it that long in the NFL, buddy. No. You're going to get smoked.
0: No, you Joe Burrow. If you hold on to it a little longer, you're Joe Burrow. Right, <laughs> Ten games. <laughs> 39 sacks. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Joe Burrow. wonder if he's playing tonight. Doubt it, right? But anyways. Um, yeah, it just doesn't seem like we got a lot of people watching. I'm guessing notifications didn't go, but that's okay. Um, people show up. They know we're here. But, um, yeah, so we've got preseason action tonight. Got MLB. We're going to go over the NFL preseason games first, and then we're going to go over the MLB. But let's just uh, get rolling right into it. Got uh, the Dolphins and the Bears at Soldier. So the big news out of Chicago has little to do with what's going on in the field for the Bears. And by the way, you know, by the way, Bittler trashing uh, Fromm yesterday. Meanwhile, he's the guy pumping Georgia to, to beat Clemson. And Fromm was their guy, man, at Georgia. And, you know, for a while. And the thing is, Fromm beat out Fields at Georgia. Fields transferred to Ohio State because he wasn't going to see the field at Georgia. And that's how he ended up at Ohio State because Fromm beat him. And, but no one has a problem with Fields being taken that high except for me, right? I'm the only one who seems to have a problem, doesn't understand how Justin Fields is a viable option as an NFL quarterback. He isn't, you know. And it, there's a big difference between playing behind an Ohio State offensive line in the Big Ten, playing for the Bears. There's a big difference in that black and blue division. As a, he's the bust, right? I mean, in the first round. So anyways, we'll go back to that. As the season goes on, and it's documented, but just like my golf, when people trashed me on the golf, on trashing golf, people trashed me on the Trubisky pick, people have trashed me on these picks all along, but trust me on this one that could have been the work one of the that one and i think the trey lance i'm just not 100 percent sure on it but i believe that those two were really bad picks anyways got anyways we got nfl today and uh let's see what we got of course i did videos on all the games we got the bears and the dolphins at soldier the big news really out of chicago um well, the Bears traded up for Trubisky. They traded a bunch of draft picks. They traded two they traded up to get him. This is a team that does not know what they're doing when it comes to the NFL draft. They have no clue. It's like they never watched a college football game in their life. And they're picking guys. It's like that's what's going on in Chicago. It's like, how about if we try this Trubisky guy? He's got one year that he's played at North Carolina, you know. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like it wasn't like it was Peyton Manning or something, you know, that just groomed to his life to be, you know, an NFL quarterback. It's Mitch Trubisky. And it's Bears, Dolphins, it's Soldier. <clears throat> Big controversy in Chicago. Are the Bears going to stay at Soldier? This is this is like the world that we live in. Um, Arlington Racetrack has closed down, and they're talking about building a stadium out there. Um, Man. It would be. It's kind of well. The Dolphins left the orange ball. The you know these things happen. You know, it it does happen. Got the Vikings and the Broncos. Interesting. They gave this game center stage, its own thing. And we got the Ravens, who have that 17 game preseason winning streak (laughs) on the line tonight against the New Orleans Saints. Got the Jaguars against the Browns. This one's super interesting. If it was in Cleveland, I think it would be a better story. And then the Bengals and the Bucks, which is also a, a pretty good story, you know. So pretty good one. So uh, Ron Romanelli, um, Joe Buck, a little a little over the top in his reaction to Kevin Costner's speech the other night. I mean, did you, <laughs> did, did you feel like your life changed? Because mine didn't. And yeah. I, I- I just I thought the game the concept and everything else was really nice, and I really liked the idea, and I liked the balls flying into the corn and all that stuff. So that was way cool. I even liked the fireworks after the game. I didn't like the costume speech. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean the, the whole night was pretty dramatic, but I thought the speech was you know decent. I mean, do you think he needed pa- to ask
0: if this was heaven for the second time? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. One more time. It's like. Who was that?
3: Yeah, I mean, like I said, just it was over the top. I mean, it was basically the MLB's way to try to get people interested in baseball again, and you know, that's what you're gonna get with ninth inning home runs and fireworks rated after a walk. regular
0: season Major League Baseball game in fourteen years.
3: Yeah, and that's uh, a good. It's good for baseball. You know, the game itself, it, it kind of seemed like those balls were a little bit more juiced, like the twenty twenty balls. But um, you know, it, it was a good game, and it was a, it was a nice. Uh, Event, I, I thought it was right. nice, but but the yeah, you know, the speech was a little, you know. And what about oh, Joe but,
0: Buck's reaction to the speech? Uh,
3: Joe Buck, I, nothing nothing Joe Buck can do is gonna, I'm, I
0: can't stand Joe Buck. I mean, it just destroys Jeopardy, right? I mean, it just destroys Jeopardy. It's like, <laughs> how 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 hard is this, you know? Aaron Rodgers, like, slated on Jeopardy, right? I mean, he was awesome, you know, on Jeopardy. I even liked, you know, Jeopardy, even one of the contestants said. They didn't know the answer to Final Jeopardy. They wrote in the thing. Why did you guys kick that field goal? And he was just like, "I don't know." <laughs> he's like, "I still don't know."
3: <laughs> yeah, they, he's he he can play around like that, Rogers. They yeah. always ask him those those questions, and he's all for it.
0: Yeah, he's great. But yeah, anyways, I thought to me, I thought it was an exciting game. I love the concept. I love the view. I love all that stuff. I didn't like the pageantry, and I I I just. I, I It's a movie, you know, it's a movie and then it's a probably, I don't know what, I don't know what scalpers were getting for those tickets, I'm going to guess in, in the 800 range at plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> what you have is a movie and an $800 ticket, you know, and it's, I mean, th- let's, let's call it what it is, you know, yeah. and it, it was a good game between two teams that are, that are good this year. You know, they're decent. So, yeah. Anyways, any of these five NFL games do anything for you?
3: Yeah. I'm taking a look at that uh, Bengals Buccaneers game. You know, it might be a little square to take the defending Super Bowl champs in Week One of preseason, but you know, I looked at the two rosters here. I think the Bucks are just way too loaded, um, even in the second and third string. Um, you look at the uh, the skilled positions. You got quarterback. Buccaneers have some pretty good experience in Blaine Gabbert. You know, career backup and used to be a starter in Jacksonville a long time ago, but a guy that I I could trust in a preseason game. Then you got Ryan Griffin as well, and then Kyle Trask from my Florida Gators. He's actually been lighting it up in training camp. Tom Brady's been giving him a lot of praise in the, in the post uh, practice conferences and stuff. And then you got the Cincinnati Bengals, just a really thin team on paper, quarterback wise. Brandon Allen and Kyle Shermer, the backups, with Eric Dungey at the fourth string from Syracuse, uh, not really my cup of tea. And you know the running backs and wide receivers are pretty thin, while the Buccaneers have Giovanni Bernard slated at the third string running back. To me, the Bucs are just the better team completely. And this is the, the steepest spread we've seen in all the preseason week one games. Six, it's like much higher than any of the games we've seen. I think it's a steep uh, line for a reason. So I'm going to take the Bucs and I'll lay the points.
0: Preseason blowouts are rare.
3: Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think a 10-point win for Tampa Bay at home.
0: Lean to the other side for me. Rod, It's I don't, yeah, I don't mean- love the game.
2: I don't love that game either, but I would lean the other way. I think six is a lot to lay in preseason. Uh, I, I, and this group of games, uh, the only one I like is you might as well take Baltimore. Uh, seventeen in a row. Uh, I'll take the, the the square patty that everybody's jumping on. You might as well. It's the seventeen in a row train. Uh, I'm known for riding the
0: seventeen in a row train. So uh. <laughs> we're just we're just disappointed you're not wearing a Baltimore hat that says preseason. <laughs> preseason pre-season, pre-season 2021.
2: <laughs> if I could find one, I would I definitely. Would've, would've. <laughs> Dude, like a two and a half hour drive
0: just to find the Baltimore. Ad. <laughs> sure, Brian's on the other side of that one. Brian's still a little denouchied over there. Or are you feeling a little better. <laughs> well,
1: in, in, my, in this group, and there's nothing that I'm selling the house to, to bet. But uh, I like the Cincinnati Bengals. That's just a little bit too. That, that's just way too many points in a preseason game. It just seems like a gift. So I'll take the five and a half, six points with the Bengals, even though their quarterback situation is kind of roughing back up. I like the Denver Broncos laying the points just a slight lean. I think uh, with uh, a little. I think Kellen
0: Mond is interesting in Minnesota. I think he's a lot more interesting than Justin Fields in Chicago. With way better. And he's a way better, battle better quarterback.
1: Now for the starting quarterback position. And then out of that, the pick of the litter, I think, is the Chicago Bears. you got three quarterbacks here with Dalton, Justin Fields, and Nick Foles. None of them are superstars. But as far as preseason goes and backup rotation goes, I think all three of them uh, should be able to produce a winner there. So I'll take the Bears and lay the three and a half.
0: I, I'm going to stay as far away from poss- as possible from that Dolphins-Bears game, but traditionally the Dolphins own the Bears in any kind of game that they play against each other. And I think that the issue here with this one for me is that the, the Bears clearly do have that better quarterback rotation on paper, but the Dolphins' whole team is kind of like the Tampa Bay Rays and Oakland A's where it's the next man up type team. So who the heck knows what's on that depth chart that you know, I'm sure – I'm sure you're not going to see a lot of missed tackles out of that Dolphins. I, I so read the
1: Reed to guy. I guess they're third string Dolphins quarterback. I think that's where they lose the game.
0: Well, I think
3: Jacoby, I take Jacoby Brissett over yeah. fields, Dalton, Oh Yeah. And I think, I think two is going to touch the field a little bit in this one. though. No? he should. Yeah. You know, get a couple drives in them. He should. You know, the young quarterbacks usually will. I mean, you're going to see Trevor Lawrence and you know, so even though other starters, you'll see S- this younger speaking guys. Speaking
0: of which, speaking of which, I like the Jags today against the Browns. I think if this game was in Cleveland, um, I, would, I would like it even more. Um, Urban Meyer, you know, an Ohio guy all the way. Um, I know he coached at Florida for a few years, which kind of is the wrinkle on this side of it. But the other side of it, the main wrinkle, is that, of course, he started at Bowling Green as, as the head coach, and he also coached at Ohio State. So Cleveland Browns you could have seen him being the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, right? I mean, he would have been a fit there, you know, as the head coach. And I'm sure, you know, it was a job he would have taken. But here he is in Jacksonville. He's got Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, there's some pieces there, you know. There's some pieces there to work with. It, they've been drafting high for a while. They You know, they haven't been that great at it. But they have some good players. I I like some of these defensive guys that they've got, you know. And um, Urban Meyer is a little bit of a, an egomaniac over here. So, you've got a guy that's going to act like this is the Super Bowl, kind of like Kirby Smart does in, the, like, the Army game, you know, or, like, when they play, like, East Texas. Like, they – George always plays, like, a Division two school, and Kirby Smart acts like they're, you know, they're up 63 to nothing, and he acts like, it's, you know, they're down six in the Super Bowl. He's <laughs> like a drama queen, right? And it's like, you know, we'll see plenty of Kirby and, you know, get our shots in, you know, all season long, but – Urban Meyer's the same way. I mean, he's the same way, and it's like you cannot, um, you know, it's like in a meaningless game where you know one team's trying and the other isn't. I don't know, man. I, to me, I just struggle. I don't see it. And I, the line in this one is swung violently, so you know, I think for good reason. I think Jacksonville's going to really try. I think they're going to. I think Urban Meyer's going to treat this like you know. I could hear him in the locker room saying, "We're gonna treat this like a regular season, right?" Anyways, I, I I like the Jags in that one. I think the Ravens. I normally I don't like the seventeen game winning streak type things, but I think in this case I I like them. You know, I don't. I think the Saints. It's a it's a transitionary. So the transitionary years, generally, it's not Aaron Rodgers stepping in for Brett Favre. You know, it's just generally rarely works that way, so I think that they're they have they're still feeling out process. They're they have Winston, they're not sold on him. You know, they're probably thinking, who are we going to draft this year, quarterback? Right? I mean, this is what's going through the Saints organization. You know, Taysom is good, but you know, I like Taysom out. You guys
1: know. Well, he has a Notre Dame quarterback. He drafted
0: him. So. Ian Book. That one is. The problem with Ian Book is, is that he doesn't perform well under pressure. Like when he gets when he gets pressured in, in the pocket, he gets drilled, and you know, at the NFL, it's only going to happen faster. So maybe he develops. You know, it's possible. Brian Kelly quarterbacks not necessarily um, lighting up the NFL these days. Deshaun Kaiser, um, it's just, just I think it's self-explanatory. <laughs> You got the Jets and the Giants at the Meadowlands. This is, to me, the game of the day. You got the Packers and the Texans. You got the Chiefs and the 49ers. A Super Bowl rematch from two years ago. They don't play in the regular season. Jimmy Garoppolo is slated to play in this game, and so is Lance. Both scheduled to play. Andy Reid does not play his starters in the preseason. He got said he's the- going to. What's that? <laughs>
2: He said he's going to.
0: Andy Reid said he's going to start Mahomes.
2: Yeah, he's supposed to play the whole first quarter. Wow. Did <laughs> not know that. He's going to play a little different than uh, when I was reading. He's going to they're going to play the the Chiefs are going to play the whole first quarter.
0: Probably because that's, they're, that's interesting because they probably have to put that offensive line back together because it's a mess, right? It was just because like, it was oh. a mess.
2: Yeah. So they, they said they needed to the work, so they're going to work the whole first quarter.
0: You got the Raiders against the Seahawks. This is the interesting angle here is that this is the first game in Vegas that they have fans in the stands at all. They've never played a game in Vegas with fans in the stands. Um, this is the first one. Of course, Clappy will be there. We know he's a rah-rah guy. It doesn't get any more rah-rah than Clappy. I saw, like, I, like I you know, <laughs> I was looking through the pictures, you know, that we use from USA Today Sports, and I saw, like, Clappy, and he had the mask on. He's... Patton Russell Wilson on the back and you can see the big smile on his face through the mask you know and you can it's like it's Clappy it's very enthusiastic I, I love Clappy though. I used to hate him but now he's one of those guys I used to hate him when he was the defensive coordinator for the Jets gave Marino the choke sign I like him now you like Clappy Romanelli mm,
3: I mean I respect him a lot but not my kind of guy does a lot of, much. like when
0: he was in LA, he did a lot of work in the community there, man. A Lot of like you know, Pete Carroll's like, um, oh yeah, over the top. Oh like, yeah, when yeah. It comes to the I, I respect
3: him a ton. It's just his coaching style is not really my kind of.
0: I love the way that um, he doesn't care where a guy's drafted. He doesn't care what the rating is on a guy. He doesn't care any of that stuff. He has the most undrafted players on his rosters. Every single year, and they continue to win. And you look at those backup quarterbacks, though. oof, Clappy.
3: Geno <laughs> Smith. Clappy, what are you
0: doing over there? <laughs> hey, Alex Magoo's not too bad. So, oh, FIU. FIU. Uh, I saw. I know Russell Wilson was a, was down the street. I I saw him a few months ago. Um, him and his family. Down the street before I think this was it before the pandemic or right after? Like when they started letting people I can't remember. I know he was. and I saw him around. Russell was around. Um Chargers and the Rams. Rams have clearly said they're not playing any of their starters. That has that's clear. <laughs> I'm gonna guess Cooper Cup's not gonna see the field for a while, I mean, this guy walks onto the field, he breaks his leg. Um he's he's great cl- he's a great guy, you know. He's one of those players that I mean, he's the he's the receiver that every quarterback would love to have, but it's you got to have him for it to be. But these teams both play in the same stadium. It's kind of Lakers Clippers type thing going on here. So we got two two games between teams that play in the same stadium. Got a Super Bowl rematch and a first game with fans in the stands for a home team. Um, Brian. What do you think of these five? These five, I think, are much more fun than the other five.
1: They're a little more fun, but betting-wise, I don't really. I like, like them a little less, this grouping. I'm gonna a little take Jordan, a little Lu- little Jordan love, love
0: action point?
1: I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs plus the points. I'm not in love with the Chiefs backup quarterbacks, but I think they're
0: rostered. Isn't, isn't Blake Bortles on that team, or is it Gabbard? I think it's Gabbard. I think it's Bortles. Gabbard. Oh, Bortles? Gabbard. Yeah. Gabbard's not Gabbard. Oh, Henny, Chad Henny.
1: Henny's on the. Trail. Oh yeah, Henny and Bouchelle oh. from uh, SMU. i thought it was with the Chiefs' backup quarterbacks, but I think they got enough talent on that roster. I, I that. think
0: last year we went over Henny. Screw that! <laughs> Isn't Bortles on the Rams? Oh, I think so. Yeah, this is like. Oh. Yeah, I, would take, play, I would take I would take Bortles the- over Henny in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, I gotta find him. I don't know where he is. Let me see. <laughs> other play, I'll take the Raiders minus two and a half. Where's Bortles? What it's pretty season it press. Where the hell's oh, a free portals? agent? Where the hell's portals? What am I supposed to do? Unemployed. You stand on the X and lip sync. He's
2: the leader of the extra time.
0: <laughs> garbage time. my friend Billy used to always say. Fantasy he was like a big fantasy guy. He's like, I love Jake Plama. King of garbage time. <laughs> he can York, get to that guy. He had like the is he the heavy New York accent. Like, this guy's the king of the garbage. (laughs) It's like 400 yards all in garbage time.
1: (laughs) The Raiders and Cheese for me there in
0: that window. How do you like Ron Romanelli in this bunch? Yeah,
3: I'm going to take the Raiders as well. Um, Like Mitch mentioned, the first game with fans in the stands, and you can tell that by you look at the ticket prices for all these preseason games like seven to 15 bucks, but the Raiders is $85 for an entry level ticket. So, um, should be an exciting one in Las Vegas. I think the Raiders are a team to watch out for. We mentioned that on the show a couple weeks ago that they're a team I think is uh, underrated heading into the year. Uh, 500 season last season under Gruden. So, uh, the backup quarterback wise, not the strongest with Nathan Peterman. It looks like Marcus Mariota is going to miss this game uh, with an injury. But uh, overall, I think this team's pretty talented. You got Kenyon Drake as the backup running back with. John Brown, Zay Jones, Willie Sneed, is second-string wide
0: receiver. Speed, yep, and speed on the Raiders. Yep,
3: season. you already got Ruggs and uh, Renfro up there. So, I mean, this is a this is going to be a fast team, a solid defense, a good foundation. I think they beat the Seahawks, a team that's honestly a team that I'm probably going to fade quite often this year. Other than Russell Wilson, this is a team at weak offensive line, not the strongest defensive line. Secondary struggled last year. So, um, I'll take the Raiders and lay the points. And then I'm also going to take the over in that Giants-Jets game. This is a, a rivalry that these two teams usually meet in every preseason um, at the Meadowlands. And uh, I think that we're going to see the passing games for both of these teams open up a bit. This will be the first game for Kadarius Toney from Florida for the Giants and Zach Wilson for the Jets. And um, I think both teams, uh, we're going to, they're going to find some success in, in the passing game with talented wide receivers on both sides and the secondary for the Jets, not the strongest um, I think we see plenty of uh, passing touchdowns in this one, so I'll take the over and the Jets Giants.
0: Rod, you make any money betting on preseason? So far, yeah, we're up. Yeah, I've been You're betting three hundred a game, so I'm up. I'm up twelve hundred um, on preseason because this guy, the gracious fundamentalist, is trying to decide, um, you know, what we should make our bets on and what we shouldn't. It's like I got I got news for you. You can make your picks all you want, but if you want to tell me how to bet my money. Like to to, to 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 ration my bankroll for me. That ain't gonna happen. You know. I, I, I think I can make decisions on what I want to bet on and what I don't. And If I wanna put it all on the hard ten, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to the craps table and bet it all on the hard ten. It's, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, sixty two, I'm still alive here. Nine, so close. <laughs> All done <laughs> 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 Had, it, had it, At least they got the entertainment value out of it Anyways <laughs> Rod, who do you like in these? <laughs> and these With the Chiefs going to start their uh,
2: Starters for the first quarter I think they score some points And uh, with Trey Lance I think Trey Lance is going to He's going to get an extended amount of time He's going to get Shanahan is going to put him <laughs> out there And be like Oh, look at this guy Yeah, yeah, look at him So I think we're going to get a higher scoring game in that one. So I'm going to take the over 37 in the Chiefs and uh, 49ers as we see some offense. And then I'm going to go the under in the Seahawks and the Raiders game. I think we see a whole lot of run in the ball. And uh, clap. he'll be clapping all right, but uh, clapping for no scoring. So <laughs> I like the under in that one as we have a lower scoring uh, run the ball, chew the clock. I don't think we're going to see a whole uh, shootout in that one. So give me the under 37. And that. that thing hasn't budged an inch, so. Give me the under. The two I like out of those ones.
0: I guess that's my turn, right? Yep. I don't know. I'm interested to see Jordan Love. I'm not so interested in betting that game. I think the Texans certainly um, have a lot better team than what they we saw from them last year. It's hard to believe that they actually won six games last year, right? I mean, as bad as they were, Deshaun Watson. I mean, they were seen as being bad, but they were they won three times as many games as, as the Jets did, and uh, five, six times more than the Jags. So they weren't nearly that bad. And Deshaun Watson um, is not playing, so a lot of competition there. They always seem to, you know, I think that they need, to, you know, they're out of the Callahan era, so it's like they need to. They have some some work to do. I don't know why yeah. they didn't trade Deshaun Watson before all the news came out and everything like that. I guess, it, I don't know what would have happened to them, but it was like that was their chance to replenish their roster was to trade him before, like if they traded him to Miami, who was one of the teams that was interested, Miami had a boatload of first-round draft choices. Most of them were, were Houston's, right? And they have <laughs> they have other draft choices too from other teams that they've rated. And um, it would have been a great trade for them. You know, I know, because you're going to have to bite the bullet anyway. They're not going to win now in the post-J.J. Uh, J. Watt era, right? You're not going to win now. You have Merciless who's good, and you have some other good defenders on this team. But, you know, it's – I don't see the Texans as winning now. So it's like, why wouldn't have done that. But Jordan Love on the other side here for the Packers, I think a lot of people are excited to see him. And I think, you know, everyone except Aaron Rodgers, you know, really wants to see this guy play and see what he can do. It'll be interesting – because they are so poorly coached that um you know what kind of play calling there will be also you know you, you figure the packers have the worst starting wide receivers in the NFL and then you got to go like so how is their depth going to be right so it's like it's kind of some issues there i kind of <laughs> lean to lean to the texans maybe i think with the with the rams sitting all their starters um I think the Chargers are going to have a little bit of enthusiasm this year. A little enthusiasm. The Chargers are a team that lost a lot of close games. They lost yeah. a ton of games. Oh, yeah. The Chargers and the Broncos lost a ton of close games, and also you
2: oh, know Oh, I know Chargers kick my butt.
0: So <laughs> just before we get into the um, you know what's for sale today shtick. Um, just a quick reminder to everybody about, like, just like I remind everyone the best teams in baseball lose, you know, at the beginning of the season and all this stuff. And I'll continue on with this trend, okay? Half the teams that made the playoffs last year will not make it this year, okay? It's just the way that it always is in the NFL. But the easiest way to find a team that didn't make the playoffs last year and will and, and has a shot at making it this year— you look at the turnover differential, okay? This is, this is the key of all keys. You always hear the coaches say it. We need to win the turnover battle. We need to win the turnover battle. I'm telling you, in a sport where, oh, we always think, oh, these guys are great and these guys think and all this other stuff, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Cleveland Browns by four points or five points to get to the championship game. Right, last year to beat Buffalo, they slaughtered Buffalo. Right, they beat them. Well, that final score was not a slaughter, but it was, the game was one sided. But they beat the Cleveland Browns by less than a touchdown. I mean, Cleveland gets a, a fumble deep in Kansas City's territory. Nick Brown, Nick Chubb decides not to run out of bounds, right, and decides to run to the end zone instead. They could be in the Super Bowl. So it's like that turnover battle is really a big thing. So you look at a team like the Raiders, who Brian and I both, you know, when we talked about it earlier, the team most likely to turn it around, and we talked about the speed that they have. You look at the turnovers that the Raiders were the turnover machine last year, and, I mean, this is a team that has a very, very big upside. You know, so – one the place that I always look, and people, are, you know, they ask me these things all the time. You know, um, who's going to be good this year? Who's going to Super Bowl? Who's all this stuff? The first thing I look at is the turnovers. So the team most likely to regress is the Titans. They were the leader in turnover differential last year at plus eleven, and the Indianapolis Colts at plus ten, and that's with Philip Rivers quarterback, right? Still plus ten. <clears throat> I think Washington
1: and the Raiders this
0: year. Yeah, you look at the bottom, Washington was minus four, which actually is horrible. But the Broncos were in more close games than anybody last year, more like five points or less games than any other team last year. They had a minus 16 turnover differential. Granted, Granted, those lob passes at the end of the half and the end of the game all count the same. So they had a few of those. Right? They had a few of the hail minorration up that were intercepted but still a minus 16 and then you look at a team that fell off went from the Super Bowl to out of the playoffs and despite the injuries and everything okay San Francisco 49ers minus 11 turnovers last year they were in the Super Bowl the year before right here' is the team right Half the team make the playoff half don't ever say oh, no that's not true whatever oh it's true and look at the San Francisco 49ers from Super Bowl to out of the playoffs they had a ton of injuries but minus 11. Turnover differential. Las Vegas Raiders, minus 11. Philadelphia Eagles, in the worst division, they were still right there to make the playoffs, right? They still, it came down to the last two weeks of the season that they still could have made the playoffs. Minus 10, turnover differential. Washington, who who, who won the division, minus 4 in turnover differential. Cincinnati Bengals, minus 7. Jags, minus 8. Lions, minus 9. Texans, minus 9. I mean, you read down these numbers, Right. There's not a playoff team in the lot outside of Washington. You know, the Rams who just missed, right? Minus three turnover differential. You know, they were a playoff team the year before. The Cowboys who just missed, minus three. The Vikings who fell off the map, minus one. And then, and then you go to the other side, you know? The, the good teams. The Baltimore Ravens, plus four. The Seattle Seahawks, plus four. The Buffalo Bills, plus four. So you don't need to have an off-the-chart takeaway number. But you need to be around that zero to plus five range. Minimum, you know, if you really want to be a contender. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, plus eight. Pittsburgh Steelers, plus nine. Drew Brees, plus nine. Miami Dolphins, Flores. it's a great coach. Yeah, plus nine. They're not going to beat themselves. It's the takeaway, the bad turnover. This is why we hate quarterbacks like Mitch Trubisky. This is why we hate quarterbacks like you know that, that make these stupid mistakes. It's the same thing as walking in the winning run, which we hate. Oh, Speaking that's of, the worst. Uh, no. yeah. <laughs> Rod's all mad. He's gonna storm off the set just because I mentioned it. It's <laughs> the worst. Anyways, so that's my speech right now. But we're gonna, you guys are gonna hear it over and over again. I promise. Anyways, um, Brian Woody
1: Uh, I got to bounce back today. I got my golden ticket three-pack. I got one Major League Baseball play, two NFL, for $40 at BigDogs.com. Premium fixation.
0: The Blue Bombers. Rod cashed on the Blue Bombers last night. Any any, any chance their media department lets us even near that team? (laughs) We had a good time at their expense. (laughs) Ron, we think that their uh, cheerleaders should be called the Blue Ballers. Blue Ballers. Here they are. The <laughs> no? They might no comment. Actually go for
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the, it's the, the world. It's not, it won't hurt anything.
0: <laughs> Stick with Eskimos. Rod, what are you selling?
2: <laughs> so for me, I got uh, Super Saturday. I'm a nice four-in-one steak Friday. And you Saturday's action. We're looking for a third straight winning Saturday. Absolutely love these bets. I got a nice MLB triple and uh, two NFL preseason bets. You know, five best bets. Perfect opportunity to crush the books and have some more cash. Jump aboard Super
0: Saturday over at Pick Dog Spring. And Ron Romanelli. Pretty hot recently, yeah. right?
3: Yeah, been doing pretty well. 3 0 in the NFL preseason so far. Uh, looking to keep it going today. Got two MLB picks as well as my NFL play of the day in a three-pack today. Uh, three picks for twenty nine ninety five at Pick Dogs
0: Premium. Check it out. All right, of course on the VIP show, Brian and I both giving out our uh, NFL preseason premium picks. Um,
1: Mitch is kicking my ass. Every
0: yeah, it, there's a lot of preseason left. Uh, we're only halfway through the first week, so I'm yeah, it doesn't. Back. It doesn't. It means nothing, you know. It's like winning the. It's like. It's like I think in the NCAA tournament this year, in the opening round, um, giving out picks against the spread. They, someone did this. Someone went out there and rated like all the cappers that gave out free picks on it, and I was number one after the opening round of the NCAA tournament. And then the second round, I think I was like, you know, but then after that, I kicked ass, you know, like from there on in, I still ended up on top, but it was like, um, but this guy did like 50 cappers that were giving out free picks or whatever. And like the first one, it was like Mitch from big dogs. I was like, you know, cause he sent me a link, you know, and it was like to say, Hey, we rated all the cappers, see where you landed. It's like, I knew I had killed it in college hoops in that NCAA tournament. Cause we always do. You just take most of the dogs, first round, right? <laughs> it's not that hard. You start with all the dogs, and you see if anything moves you off of it. Biller's like, I like that strategy. <laughs> Biller's like, we should do that now. Get me out of this funk. Yeah, <laughs> Don't worry, NFL's coming. There'll be that. There'll be that square crusher weekend. <laughs> and it's usually about week two or three, where it's the square crusher weekend. Maybe it's two. Two or three. See what happens because week one and week two in the NFL, everyone has their home openers. Right? So you have some upsets there with the home teams getting a win against the not so good team. But then like it's usually week three or four. It's like the square crusher where just I mean the books just go out and just start taking names on the public. It's like dogs went thirteen and two, you know. It's like people are like crying, got slaughtered. Me and Brian are like counting the cash. <laughs> I'm trying to look back to, to the one, February 6th. I
1: have my card saved. It's a, one of my best days. That was a square crusher. weekend. I guess that must have been college basketball.
0: Love a good square crusher day. Could I? I would like to see one of those in baseball. I think we're seeing a little bit of it. A little, a couple cracks going on recently, which has been fun. But anyway, speaking of major league baseball, we've got 16 games today. Um full card plus one. Um Adbert Alzalay, just not his best night in Miami. Um, Brian. I know you were you were you're big on Azale yesterday. You you, you trashed Lazardo. And um Adbert Alzalite is just that second inning. Um and he was one pitch away. <laughs> <laughs> one pitch away, yeah. <laughs> That's second inning. I mean, you just don't see outings like that. <laughs> the major league level. What's the stat line for that I was thinking of you, Mitch. I was thinking, you're
3: probably saying, man, you think they're going to get tired after running those bases so much? <laughs> it's like,
0: they did. They Well, the thing is, they ended up giving up 10 later on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like they were out of gas. They gave up five in the eighth and ninth inning. They were exhausted from... from uh, running the bases but uh, so as um really it's not as ugly as it sounds you know it's not as ugly as it as it looked on the field. One point one innings, five hits, six runs all earned. There was the home run, but that was the, that was a grand slam, right? Aguiar? And uh one strikeout, one walk. I don't think my guy actually hit the home run, right? My guy got his Brenson was my pick the home run. Yeah. Derby. Yeah he the home run. <laughs> Winkler though, <laughs> this is the he Blue Tarski that zero point zero innings, <laughs> 0.0 innings <laughs> didn't get a guy out. Four hits, six runs, all earned, a walk and a dinger. That's a tough day at the office. That second inning lasted. I mean, they're still going. Mister Blutarski zero point zero. That was like Kenyon Rambo at Ohio State. like he wasn't able to play in the bowl game. He had 0.0 grade point average. It's like he ghosted every class. Pirates-Brewers game one. Bryce Wilson and Brett Anderson. Got Luis Castillo trying to make amends for that mess he made in Cleveland on Monday. Really slaughtered the squares on that one. Um, Oh, yeah. The squares took up. I saw the comments
3: on your YouTube video.
0: Oh, the squares got crushed. Hey, people are so mad at me. I, I took henchas against them. But now he's got Matt Moore on the <laughs> other side. Chris Sale making his first start in two years in Fenway Park. Expectations are sky high, treating this like it's game one of the World Series. You heard the announcers last night. Max Fried trying, trying to put together a season. The Braves right there in the, uh, in the National League East are right there. And then you got the Tigers and the Indians. Maggie's still sitting on 499, but Romanelli is a Trey Turner guy. Rod, any of these five?
2: <laughs> uh
0: for me in the in the, these
2: ones here, I like uh I like I like the Braves to uh, beat up on Patrick Corbin. Uh, I think we see a whole lot of runs in that game too, so uh, I like the over. And I don't know how much they, if that game is going to get going to get to go with uh uh, it looks like eighty percent chance of rain. It might be another rainy day there. So uh, if, if if it if it does go, I'm taking Atlanta on the run line over Washington and the over in that one. And then if you look, the Indians have just beat up on Detroit all year. Uh, I know we're waiting on for Miggy to hit a home run, but it could be a bit. We don't yeah. even know who's pitching for the Indians. But uh, I like the Indians to get another win. they uh only seven and four now against the Indians or seven four against Detroit this year They just owned them up
0: so it was Dela like Cruz with the I grand like slam it. but Aguiar did hit a home run in that game Brentson had a double get there 60 and 17 in the last 77 meetings versus Detroit by the Indians that's Oof. ownership but the Tigers have been bad, and the Indians have been the playoff team every year. So it's you know it's tough to say. It's tough to say, yeah. The seventy-seven games. How many times do uh, divisional and how play? How many they each play every year? year Twenty, right? something like that. So that's four years, four and a half years. Tigers have been miserable. Since they traded Verlander and Scherzer. They played ten already this year. One, two, I
2: think three, they played like nineteen. Four, five. So yeah, yeah so that's, a, that's a lot. So you're
0: talking like you know three years that the Indians were basically World Series team. Tigers were drafted first. Casey Mize. uh, The guy, the hitter, the guy who's not hitting, but he's in the minor leagues. Got Torkelson. Torkelson. Yeah. So. Tough to say that. You know, opposite ends of the spectrum type games. But still noted. Ron, what are you liking these five?
3: I'm going to take the. Over in that Reds-Phillies game, you know, Castillo, as Mitch mentioned, got blown up against the Indians last start. Um, And really, he's kind of going back to the old Castillo ways. If you look at his last three starts, giving up some home runs, um, three walks allowed in his last start. I'm a little worried for him. Seven hits last start, six the previous, and then seven before that to the Cubs. Uh, I think the Phillies do some damage against him. And then Matt Moore, we know, is uh, the human over. I think the Reds do some damage against them, a 6.79 ERA. So I think we get over this total at 10. I'll also take uh, the Braves, as Rod mentioned, if this game is played. um, We'll have to look at the weather, but I like the Braves to just roll through uh, the Nationals with Patrick Corbin on the mound, 5.83 ERA, just been terrible all season long. I think Freed does enough uh, to get a two-run at least win. So I'll lay the run line. And then uh, the Cubs, do we go to the Cubs-Marlins game? Uh, not
0: yet. No. Okay. So did you catch my dog of the day on TikTok yesterday? Yes, I did. TikTok. Nice. You, like, you like my beats? Uh, not really, but. <laughs> yeah. People said they like that one. That's
3: why I use it. I can change well, it. Well, I, I think I need to talk to you about some of the, tic- like, TikTok is all about the music. And you have to try to use the popular sounds to get people to. I got like, that one about- off TikTok. So that's not. I the know, one I know, be. but. It's it's not too many people of using videos with that sound.
0: Right, that's why I figured I would do it. Oh.
3: You want to be at the top of the sound? Some people they'd use sounds that are not used by a lot of people so that they can be at the top, you know, when you click on the music it shows you Oh first, I don't know, you know. I don't know this stuff.
0: All right. Yeah, well yeah. Go we'll, we'll, yeah go we'll go over the stuff. <laughs> Catch me on the TikTok. Pick dogs, it's called. On TikTok. 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 TikTok tick TikToking. I like it. It's fun. I'm learning. I'm having fun with it. Yeah. Got some. I got some likes over there. Got some yeah. followers doing it. Brian, TikToking.
1: No, but I'm, fave, I'm fave <laughs> not. The not sure. He's not. <laughs> I'm fading the public in that uh, Brewers Pirates game one. They're really humping the Milwaukee Brewers. Brett Anderson again. I don't see him as a minus 200 pitcher price. Wilson's no superstar, but he's had three, uh, competitive outings and the Boston Red Sox. I'm going to lay three and a half with Chris sale. He's been pretty strong in his rehab. Start starts one, three, five ERA and a whip of 1.10, I believe so. And they're treating this like a huge game. So I think they kicked the crap out of Baltimore. I'll lay three and a half.
0: I had Spencer Watkins last night. You know, I, I, I had my hard earned money on him and, uh, you know, he didn't get it done. But he he was his own worst enemy, too. It was an interesting game. It was a real Fenway game last night. And that, you know what I mean by Fenway game. It was just, you know, you saw home runs that shouldn't be home runs. You saw um, catches that stopped home runs. You saw, like, it kind of had it all. And Watkins, um, for, for better or worse, and last night it was for worse, he stuck with his pitches you know he just stuck with that slider and and you know he just couldn't get it over he couldn't get the call you know and that was really his undoing he walked he just refused to pitch to Kyle Schwarber which you know who was also back in the lineup for the Red Sox first game as a Red Sox last night uh, Kyle Schwarber who was red hot when he got injured in Washington and he was the hottest hitter in baseball when he got injured and he was back in the lineup last night he, I don't think he did he get in that bat in that game because um because uh, Watkins wanted no part of him, I mean, just no part of him. He just refused to throw him a strike at all, and um, you know he danced around the plate a little bit. He didn't like intentionally pass him, but he basically intentionally passed him. But um, we saw the yeah, pe- he went. Go ahead. Oh for two, and he walked the first two at bats. Yeah, we saw um, we saw a, a pesky pole Homer last night. Um, it was it was the home run that Pavetta gave up. It was a home run only, in, you know, and they say what, you know, how many other parks would be home run? Only in Fenway Park. Only in that spot at Fenway Park. I mean, it was an inch from the pesky pole, you know, and it was a home run. Then we saw Hunter Renfro steal a home run over the bullpen um, in, in Fenway. And then we saw another home run that they needed to have a replay on it because it was like they weren't even sure if it was a home run or not, you know, because it was like... It's like because it? it looked like a routine fly ball, you know. It was a Fenway game all the way, and the Red Sox, you know, certainly were the better team in that. The Orioles have lost nine in a row now, but Jorge Lopez looked pretty good last time. I don't know, man. A lot of people humping up on the Brewers these days. I Think the Brewers might be peaking a little early because the Dodgers are their 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 kryptonite. We know that in the postseason, they have been their kryptonite. Be interesting to see. I like the Tigers, but um, I don't know who's pitching for the Indians, so it makes it tough. But I do like Willie Peralta. He's been kind of the stopper for the Tigers. Patrick Corbin will be serving in Washington, so be sure to bring a glove if you're heading to the ballpark. And then a fork and knife. Well what's <laughs> the home run prop for Max Max Fried in that one? <laughs> I wonder. And that's 50 and 66. Corbin hasn't given up less than four runs in five starts. Wow. Yeah. He's been just absolutely tattooed recently. Plastered. Two home runs. <laughs> yes, old runs. really. Three home runs. Yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> Eight home uh, runs in last. I haven't, I haven't seen numbers like that since the last time Adbert Alzolay pitched. <laughs> Alzolay did not get the loss in that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, he wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was it was a strong one point one innings.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Go to uh, Marlins and the Cubs. Zach versus Zach. Um, Twenty four runs last night. <laughs> it's one of those ones, it's like, please end it. The Cubs, they just, it's weird because baseball, it's actually, I think in the last 10 years, the baseball draft has actually gotten a lot better. There's still misses in there, and I talk about them you know, often on the show, but um, the baseball draft has gotten a lot better. And it used to be, we don't want to touch this guy because he has this agent, and they still do that. They still, do like, remember Rick Porcello when he first came out? Well, Romanelli was was not even born yet, probably. But, like, Rick Porcello, like, when he came oh, out. I know,
3: so.
0: I know, but not when he came out, probably, when he first came out. Like, no one would draft him because um, he had this agent. So it's like, if you have this agent, it was like, I'm not paying some guy at it, you know. He's never thrown a major league pitch, that kind of money. That he wants. He had already said, I want this much money. So if you draft me, this would be prepared to pay this. In baseball, it's a tough reach. Best value draft choice ever, Mike Piazza. 52nd round. Anyways. Uh,
1: Tom Brady, 7th round.
0: Well, that's the NFL. I'm talking about I thought you meant all time ever. Baseball. Oh, there's in the NFL there's been some undrafted guys who've been amazing. What about Kurt Warner? You know, there's been some Zach Thomas for the Dolphins, fifth round. Oh. You know? I mean there's been some great draft choices throughout the years. Some great draft choices.
3: Who was drafted twentieth round by the Pittsburgh Pirates in two thousand eleven? Who was that? Who was drafted two thousand eleven? It was the twentieth round by the Pittsburgh Pirates. I don't know. And his cool.
0: name was Trey Turner. Trey there Turner. you go. <laughs> See, so you just you just don't know. If you want to talk about NFL draft choices, I know who the, the I know who was a better value. I know Brady is Brady in the seventh round, but there's actually a better. There's a better quarterback pick than that taken deeper in the draft. Um, and it's Johnny Unitas was taken, um, in the 16th round by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. They cut in training camp. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Who was the kicker for the Browns for all those years? Like The guy who was the <coughs> kicker for the Browns. It's like, I mean, he was Phil Dawson. Oh, yeah. Cause, uh, that was Gruden when he would call Monday Night Football. Would always be like, "I cut this guy." <laughs> I, I liked Gruden when he used to call Monday Night Football. I really, I thought he was great, you know, because he would tell the stories like that. He's like, "I cut this guy." It's like, that's why I'm not a head coach anymore. And he'd say, "His other, his other one was Julius Peppers." It's like, Julius Peppers has 19 field goal blocks in his career. He's like, 17 of them are against me, I think. he's <laughs> like, like, this guy. Unblockable. But imagine being the guy that cut Johnny Unitas. And the Steelers were terrible back then, too. Terrible. 1956. He's from Pittsburgh. Those are your high school years, Mark Day 56. For
1: me? Nah. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing
0: with you. <laughs> Oh, actually, I'm sorry. He was a ninth-round draft choice, Johnny Nice. So maybe Brady is better than that. Ninth-round pick, 102 in the <clears throat> draft by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Was only on the practice squad and cut. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> That's crazy. Johnny Yu. I actually got to see Johnny Yu. You know, like I'm hmm. old enough to have got to see him play. Wow, let's put some perspective on things. Anyways, back to the games. Love football, man. Right? It's like how, how how easy is it to get sidetracked with NFL? <clears throat> so easy, right? I like totally lost the schedule <laughs> here. So we were, whose turn was it?
3: I think you just said the first <laughs> game. <laughs>
0: Cubs oh, Marlins. Cubs Marlins. Zach versus Zach. Is Bryce Wilson pitching both Bryce Wilson? that what we were talking about? Bryce Wilson's listed as the starter in both games here for the Pirates. Nice. That would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Twice as I think Mitch Keller's going on in the other one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Twice as Bryce. <laughs> Jordan Lyles is on the hill against James Caprillion for the Rangers, who beat the A's last night. Minnesota Twins against the Tampa Bay Rays. Kenta Maeda is favored in a Major League Baseball game this year. And you have the Kansas City Royals, Brad Keller against John Lester. Oh, man, it's going to be a long night in Kansas City. Brian, any of these are. Uh, who's up? Rod? Any of these five?
2: Well, yeah, for me, I'm going to take the over in uh, the Cubs and the Marlins. Uh-huh. Oh. Zach Davies has just been awful. How does he still have a job? 0 <laughs> 3, his last three starts, over 12 innings of work, 13 and a half ERA, 20 hits, 18 runs, six home runs. You see, We saw 24 runs yesterday. How many are we going to see today? Uh, I'll take the over in that one. Whole pile of runs. And the other one I like is uh, I like the Royals. John Lester's burnt me a couple times this year. That guy's a bum. I'll I'll take the Royals. Uh, Another guy, I don't know how he has a job either. John Lester, uh, I I guess he's better than some some other people. I don't see it, but I'll I'll take the Royals. Bounce back. You got a nice win here at home. The two I like in there.
3: There's three in this window I'm looking at. Uh, The first one, Brewers land. the run and a half in game two. Might be a square play, but... Aaron Ashby is going to be a big part of that rotation in Milwaukee pretty soon. I think uh, this is a team that knows how to develop uh, pitching talent. And you see Corbin Burns and Woodruff and Freddie Peralta. Ashby's their top p- uh, pitching prospect. <clears throat> I think he's going to pitch well in this start, and then he- he'll be facing Mitch Keller. It looks like if it's Bryce Wilson, Wilson doesn't really matter to me. I think the Brewers roll there. Um, I'm also going to take the Miami Marlins at home. Cubs have lost nine straight games. And like as Rod said before, Zach Davies really struggling, and there was whispers that he might be a target at the trade deadline. But uh, most teams knew not to mess with that. But the Mets decided to get Trevor Williams anyway. But uh, pitched well the other night.
0: Trevor pitched well, man, that game. Yeah, he did. I give him credit. Yeah.
3: But um, Davies seven earned last outing, previous outing seven earned as well. Five home runs his last two game two games. I think Zach Thompson's the better Zach here. I'll take uh, the Marlins. And then I'll also take the over in the Rays Twins game. That money line price is a little uh, strange. Makes me think somebody knows something. But I do think, nonetheless, both teams are going to score plenty. We saw 14 runs scored yesterday by these two Waka versus Maeda. Just, I think both teams score plenty. I think, the, I think if you're going to bet the Twins, I'd <clears throat> take them in the first five innings and then take the Rays full game. <clears throat>
1: Ryan, anything for you? No, Rays and Twins I better look at again when the VIP show rolls around, but that's tempting. Uh, twins being a favorite over Tampa Bay, probably the best, one of the best teams in the American League. But, uh, I'm jumping off the Cubs bandwagon and taking the Marlins today, so I'm sure the Cubs will get a win here on the road. Zach Davies awful on the road. <clears throat> the Marlins uh, put together another win even after that thumping yesterday. So Marlins money line for me, and uh, – Right now I'm leaning towards the Minnesota Twins on the money
0: line. I like the over in Kansas City, uh, St. Louis. Maybe it's the squarest play on the board. I don't care. Uh, I think that either of these teams has the potential to get into that even though you know we've seen sporadic hitting from both these lineups, I think that um, either of these teams have a chance to get into that 8-9 range, but they, they're going to have to get, the problem with pitchers like this and betting overs Here's the issue is that you got to get them early because if you get them late they're going to yank them quick. If you get to them early like we saw Azale, they got to kind of leave them in and give them a chance because he's your starter and you got to get try and get something out of your starter. But it's like if it's like the fourth inning or something when you get to them, yeah, they yank him, you know. I don't know if I don't know if it's going to help either. They seem yanking anyway, but Anyways, I'm looking at the home run props in this A's uh A's Rangers game, of course, um, with Jordan Lyles. Jan Gomes is plus 450. I think it's reasonable. I know Brian's bitter that I even would say that lo- anyone's capable of getting any kind of hit whatsoever off Jordan Lyles, but trust me, they take him deep constantly. And... Um, <laughs> Anyways. Texas
1: isn't the best ballpark. Ever.
0: That that Rays game is actually inverted now, um, and the Rays are now favored. So, um, anyways, got the Mutts and the Dodgers. This was a tongue twister video that I had to do. Taiwan Walker, Walker Bueller. It's nothing fun about that. Try doing like try doing twenty six videos and have this pitching matchup. You know. Taiwan Walker, Walker. It's like, oh, man. Nothing fun about it. <laughs> Jameson Talion and Dylan Cease found their way out of the corn. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to they tried to recruit Talion to uh, tie up the corn to the uh, fiberglass after the game. He's actually not bad this year. It's been horrible. Dylan Cease has been hitting this. Tyler Gilbert on the mound for Arizona against San Diego. Walk-off home run for the D-backs to make me a premium winner yesterday. And I gave that as a premium pick, D-backs against the uh, Padres. Giants against the Rockies. Long was slated at the start. I'm showing TBD now, but I believe it's Sammy Long. Against Kyle Freeland. Berea on the mound after getting trashed last week by Ron Romanelli but um he actually pitched pretty well in that game. He pitched well enough. He kept them in it. He was he was he, yeah, he kept them in it. He's not but a guy like that giving up 2 to 3 runs over and lasting 6 or 7 innings, that's the most you could possibly ask from a guy like that. He's not oh, going yeah, dec- to He's not going to he's not going to be Corbin Burns or something, you know, and just start no. mowing guys down. It's like,
3: well I it's still don't Barea. even think he's going to be a, a good option at the tail end of the rotation, but we'll see. And This is a big test. I mean, he's he, t- he faced the Dodgers. That was a big test, but now he's facing one of the best left-hand uh, teams that hit lefties, you know, so we'll see. I'll give him time to prove me wrong.
0: And it's Seattle versus Toronto. Kikuchi and Ryu. Any of you guys ever been to Japan? I want to go. So... At the games, they serve um a set of hot dogs. It's like a squid on a stick. <laughs> Google it. I'm telling you. They have it. It's like a squid on a stick. They think real grilled
2: good. squid on a stick? Yeah. That would be pretty good. It's, yeah, it's, it's not as bad. As long as it's done right. If you do it right, then, and then the squid is not bad. It's, it's not as chewy as what people think it is. Oh. You
0: overcook
2: you you over it? Uh, it's like eating a
0: shoe. It's but ba- it's it's ballpark. It's ballpark squid. <laughs> so put, like,
2: on top?
0: <laughs> ballpark squid. Ballpark <ps2> I got new teeth. I'm able to eat I can be able to eat the ballpark squiddie. Is uh, so um Brian, little Taiwan Walker action for you here against Walker Bueller who's got the lowest ERA in the national league. So I'll, we'll talk about this when we get to Romanelli. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, for me, I'm just going to go if it ain't broke, don't fix The Seattle Mariners on the money line. that would be good to me pretty much all season there at home. And Ryu got blown up last start. I think Kikuchi has a quality home start here. I'm going to take Seattle plus money. And the New York Yankees, I uh, like them with Tyone and the Mount against Cease and the White Sox. Just, uh, the Yankees have pretty much dominated uh, the White Sox over recent history. Uh, they lost the last one, but I think the Yankees get them here.
0: Yeah, the um the thing about that Kikuchi Ryu is that Kikuchi's been really strong, but those starts have been on the road where he's been really strong. And that's what's kinda of scared me off that thing. I was looking at that game too. So Ron Romanelli, the Jacob de uh you know, uh card carrying fan club leader. Oh, no, uh, not card carrying. <laughs> but uh he's um you know He's basically not going to get the Cy Young this year because he doesn't really play, and you yeah. know because all these misses, he would have been a lock, right? He was a lock. Oh yeah, he's still he's still going to get votes. He's still going to get
3: votes. Yeah, I mean, he's coming back in September. We'll see, but I don't think it's enough.
0: It's not going to be enough. So the way the the way that it, it shapes up now, it's Walker Bueller with this two point one three, and he's also got the record to go with it. But the, these days, even in a hundred sixty two game schedule, he's not even going to get to maybe 15 wins, you know? So you got him, and then you got the three Milwaukee pitchers that are all next in ERA. I don't think Peralta gets the votes because he's kind of seen as out of favor, but I do think Corbin Burns is the guy there. I think he's past Woodruff um, in that situation. And I don't know. Who, Who do you got, like, for the National League Cy Young right now?
3: Yeah. I, right now, I think it's a two-way race, like you said, with Burns and and Bueller. Personally, I think Burns is going to outlast him. I think he, he's just, to me, the more consistent guy. I mean, Bueller has had a fantastic season. But um, does but he do, split votes? I think votes. It's be a road. Too. Does he
0: split votes? Is it kind of the situation, kind of like when Carson Palmer won the Heisman because Dorsey and McGahee split votes? You know, it's kind of like you know people were afraid last year that Mac Jones and Dev- and De- and Devonta Smith were going to split votes. You know, yeah. and so somebody else slips in and gets the Heisman, Trevor Lawrence, right? So, is that you think that that's a possibility where those guys kind of work against each other, and then Bueller kind yeah. of gets it? You know, because well, it's going to be fairly close if 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 things stay as is. And I mean, he's facing Taiwan Walker here, so you know the probability of getting a win is probably pretty good here for him, at least a win. Yeah. I mean, who knows what you know his defensive numbers can be, but
3: well, I think eventually you're going to see Barnes kind of rise to the top here i think he's the better option and i think he's had the better numbers i mean way more strikeouts per nine uh fewer walks per nine obviously the you know a lower fip you know whoever if they look at fip who knows but um i don't think sh- splitting votes is going to be a too bunch of an issue with these two i think these are going to be the guys at the end of the season i don't think you'll see a third option kind of slip in there so I think at the end you'll see Corbin Burns take it home. But, you know, it's it's going to be, you know, one bad start can take you out of the running. So if either of these guys have a clunker with, you know, four or five earned runs, it could really end their chances. So we'll just have to see. But I give the I give the uh, better chances to to Corbin Burns.
0: You don't think like Burns is style of the long hair and kind of, the you know, nasty image as opposed to Walker, the clean cut Walker Bueller, you know. You don't think that because it's the writers, it's the writers that vote. These are the same guys that are like have crucified Pete Rose. But at the same time, there's a sports book at Wrigley Field in the stadium.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure about the looks of a player, but I do think having a Dodger starting pitcher is a little bit more attractive than a Brewers, you know. So that could be into it. But I think the writers will look past that eventually. I think it'll.
0: I think you would always think that, but they never really do. Yeah. Um, you know. You I mean,
3: DeGrom's one And he's, you know, that long hair he Used to have it and stuff Not really, and he, you know, he's never had a sexy record He's always but under 500 But DeGrom never really had, He
0: even though he had the long hair He wasn't quite the same Long hair like Burns Burns is a different style, right? Burns is an animal Right, <laughs> he's like, Burns is like You know, nasty out there DeGrom's more like Hater Yeah, I guess I don't think it'll be I don't think it'll be looked into as much as that, but we'll see. I Image, mean, I, you know, at with the end these of the writers, year, if with Burns these, has with these writers, better know you just numbers. never know. It's like yeah. I really, I really I really hate that it's the writers that make these decisions because these guys yeah. are just clowns.
3: You know. It's better than the fans though, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> ever since they took ever since they took away my vote from uh the college football American team, I'm still better. <laughs> 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 so I won't be getting my vote. No. <laughs> <You won't. laughs> I don't know. I voted Edgerin James as a preseason All-American over Ricky, uh, whatever his name was, the pothead from Texas. Ricky Williams? Yes. I thought Edgerin James. I voted him as
2: my... <laughs> I like Ricky Williams.
0: <laughs> I know, but Edgerin was, was awesome. Was, oh, yeah. Edge. Well, trying, it was a homer vote. Over I, I understand. Place. I understand it was a Homer vote. I also criticized you know, a lot of the Oklahoma voting on the defensive back awards. It's highly critical. It's always an Oklahoma slant. Like Sean Taylor doesn't deserve that award. I mean you gotta be kidding me. How does how does that happen? Where are we at? Romanelli, just give your picks right here.
3: Not yet. Um, I'm going to take the Mariners as well at home, uh, getting the plus money. This is a tough game. I'm not in love with Kikuchi, but he is an all-star pitcher and I just don't think Ryu should be that big of a favorite on the road. It is a little worrisome when you play the Blue Jays. When you fade the Blue Jays, you really want to take teams that can uh, keep up the pace with them offensively. And Seattle's not really that kind of team, but Nonetheless, I do think the Mariners have some value at home, getting the plus money. Ryu gave up 10 hits, seven earned his last outing. So I'll take a a lean on Seattle, not my favorite play. But then I'll also take um, the under and the Dodgers on the run line. I would do like a a two-team parlay in that game, uh, under and the Dodgers-Mets. Walker Bueller, as we mentioned, having a great season. And Taiwan Walker started the year pitching really well for the Mets, but as of late, he's just been getting blown up. Plenty of home runs, actually 10 home runs, Allowed in his last four starts, um, I don't think that's going to bode well in on this one. The Mets are struggling so badly offensively, so I'll take the under and I'll take the Dodgers run line.
0: Yeah, Walker's uh, Taiwan Walker has been triple whammied, you know. Here, number one, he's slowed down. You know, his he he's 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 regressed a bit. Number two, with the Degrom injury, he's moved up in the rotation, mm-hmm. so he's got tougher matchups um, on that. And then you know, the Mets are, I mean, I could hit clean up for the Mets right now. Brian, speaking about hitting clean up for the Mets, what do you like?
1: I already gave out my picks. Remember, I had oh. Seattle Americans oh, so Rod, and New York Yankees.
0: All right, we got sidetracked. Rod, who do you like?
2: Uh, for me, this one, I like uh, I like the Dodgers uh, minus a two and a half. I think they beat up on Walker. Uh, he's given up 10 home runs in his last four starts. Three home runs, two home runs, two home runs, three home runs. Ugh. His last three starts, 0-3, 6.4 ADRA, 16 in his pitch, 18 hits, 12 runs. It has not been good. Uh, I think the Dodgers kicked the snot of him. I'm also going to take Max Muncy to hit a a home run in that one. Uh, Hit uh, home runs before off of Walker. I think he hits another one today. I mean, Max Muncy to hit a home run. And the other one in that time slot I like. Is I'm gonna take the Angels and and Berea. You, you look Maria. at Berea at home. He's uh he has a zero ERA at home. He's he's had one start, but he's yet to give up a run at home. So uh he pitches better at home. Right, and please. the Astros, if you look, Garcia, how how what's his record against uh the Angels this year? Oh and two. He's played against them twice and lost both games. So uh I'm gonna take the a shot here with the Angels. less nice plus money. To beat up on the Astros is everybody's humping the Astros, as uh, Littler would say, they're humping the Astros, they're like,
0: Yeah, woo!
2: and I think Berea comes in there and gets a win.
0: Not Berea, <laughs> not Berea. <Maria.
2: laughs> <laughs> they let him out of the ice cream factory for him to get a win. <laughs> say, um.
0: I, I like Kikuchi in that, not enough to give him as a, a premium. Um, you know, I, I like him there. I think when we look at the San Diego Padres here against the Arizona Diamondbacks, I hate the price here. But it's a must-win game for the Padres. It is a must-win game. These Joe Musgrove starts are must-wins for the Padres, especially against Tyler Gilbert, especially against the Arizona Diamondbacks. They have to win the winnable games. Uh, three weeks ago, a month ago, they were clear in the wild card race. You look at it now. They are going to get caught. If they continue to play like they are. Um, you know. They were. In the clear. Now they're two games in the loss column. Ahead of the Cincinnati Reds. Who got Castillo going today. And I know. You know. I, I know I liked Malley yesterday. You know for the Reds. Against Wheeler. But I'm not as sold on Castillo here. You know for, the, for him against the Phils. But. I think that um, these Joe Musgrove starts, though, because the Padres' rotation is so bad. I mean, you look at some of the guys that they have on the team. I mean, where's the Nilsson Lamette? His you know seven strong. You know, I mean, it's it's Weathers. You know, it's Blake Snell. It's you know who's Blake Snell is kind of like. This is like how Tim Tim Lincecum started to look, right? This is was the Lincecum decline. We're seeing with Snell, where it's like it started getting bad, and then it's like next year it's like whoa, 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 you know they take the <laughs> <laughs> it starts getting ugly, starts getting haircuts. It's like not good. Um, and well, he's already got the haircut. Maybe he goes the other way. Snell goes with the Lincecum, the mullet. Business in the front Late August He's supposed
2: to come back Sometime in the end of August But even
0: when we saw him this year He was only a 3-4 inning guy Yeah You know So it's then like, how
2: he's coming back Off injury He's going to be What like, about El Nino like,
0: When's he back He's not coming what did back did you say yet. Isn't Tatis out mm. Tatis is out
2: he got questionable yeah. Friday shoulder injury So He's, 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 been, out while, right? yeah, he's yeah. been out for a while
0: Right Yeah he's been out for a while He's been out for a while So it's like The Padres are in trouble here So when Joe Musgrove starts in Arizona he's the he's is the ace of the staff right now he's the guy you have to win this game. he is your stopper. Padres lose here they're done. It really is that simple it is a must win game I know it's and the reds
3: the Reds are coming up on them yeah on the the, wild card.
0: the the Reds and then you know the Phillies and the Braves have this battle atop the National League east and I mean the Mets are kind of falling off they're right there too but don't look now, but the St. Louis Cardinals got Jack Flaherty back. He looked pretty damn good, and they're not that far back either in this thing. So it's going to get crowded, and when, te- when it gets crowded in these races, what we see are these teams that are at the top and are, are right there. They win in bunches. They all start winning together, and they start moving as a pack. And if you have um, weathers there as your option, um, you know, in your – is a regular starter in your rotation, well that's a loss. So the Padres, this the Musgrove starts against Arizona, it's a must win game. I don't like the price here, but I think you throw it in a, in your parlays, because it is that it is desperate times. Um, the time like when the Reds pass them in the standings or catch them and it's even up, then it's too late. Now is the time when you can do something. They gotta win. They've, it's a must-win game. Anyways, I think desperate times call for desperate measure. Look for the Padres here. That's about it. Parlay time. Ran a little bit long, about 15 minutes. Not bad. We worked and I told the guys before the show we're going to try and keep it at an hour. I got a little sidetracked at times, but did the best I could. 15 minutes over. Not bad. Romanelli, tell us your parlay, unless you want Rod to go first.
3: That's okay. I'll take the... Las Vegas Raiders laying the points. I'm going to take the Miami Marlins on the money line. And I'm going to take the Los Angeles Dodgers on the run line.
0: Would you throw Padres on top of that? And make it a four.
3: <laughs> nah, I'm actually kind of leaning the other way. You just don't trust them. You just don't trust. No, them. No, I I, I, know. Know. I get it. But Musgrove has it. been really good in the last couple right. Of starts. Right. No, because he's no he's
0: had to. It, I say this every time Musgrove starts, I go into that whole stick because it's <laughs> he has to. Yeah, oh yeah. You have, I mean, they're. This is a huge game, and it doesn't really mean much for the No, no, place. I understand that it doesn't look on paper like it's a huge game, but when you put it in perspective, the way that I just explained it to you guys, it makes sense, right? I mean, oh, yeah, least, I it's, no, it it's
3: big. It's big. Cincinnati's it, right on their tail, too. It's and a, half a out.
0: must win game, and they're going to know yeah. the result of that Reds game before yeah. they take the field.
3: There's a good chance the Reds win that
0: game, so. I don't know. I liked. I liked the Reds yesterday. My dog of the day, but I didn't. Um, I don't necessarily love him here against, mm. against the Phillies. Oh um, yeah, it's a-
1: M- Mitch likes Matt more.
0: I don't like Matt Moore. I just, I just, I don't think that Castillo. Um, we saw him last time out against Hentges, who's no better, no worse than Matt Moore, right? I mean, he's not better than Matt Moore at all. He's got seven point one ERA. Um, it, it's 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 when Castillo's off, he's off. And, yeah. um, he's the type of guy that when he's off, he doesn't catch a break either. You know, it's not like, oh, well he was off and he caught a break. No way. That's like, you need to be a, a yank. You need to be tallien, you know, this year to, to, for that to happen. You know, or like Pavetta, you know, yeah. Hunter Renfro sticks his hand over the thing. Like doesn't even look, you know, just happens to land in his glove accidentally hmm. by chance. It was kind of like Timmy Lupus' catch in the Bad News Bears. Brian, who do you like? Oh, Rod.
2: All right, let's see if we can make this three out of four days with these parlays. Uh, we hit our one yesterday, too, so let's go with... Uh, we're going to take the Braves over, the Marlins over, and we'll take the Royals on the money line.
0: Parlay those three up. Brian? I'm
1: gonna take the Bears to crush the Dolphins. I'm gonna take the Yankees to take out the White Sox. And um, this is my anti-Mitch part. It. <laughs> that's I, was, what I, was, sounds I was gonna like... go with the the Twins over the Rays, but I'm gonna stick to the Mariners here. So Mariners, Bears, and Yankees.
0: Wow, that was cold, man. That was that was really cold. I like the over in the Cardinals Royals game. I'm gonna put it with the uh San Diego Padres against the D backs. And uh I'll throw in a Jacksonville Jaguars with that. And what throw it in with whatever Bittler played. In. All Bittlers plays. So the Dolphins <laughs> <laughs> Else, it's my time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Run line. <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining us. Have a great day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow, the VIP show is going to be early, uh, before the show. It's either going to be before or after the show, but I think it's going to be before. We'll tell you guys on tonight's VIP when it's going to be. But and it's going to be a combo with the premium tomorrow, the VIP premium combo tomorrow. All right. Thanks everyone for uh, Wheeler is the heavy favorite for the Cy Young, but I don't see it. I don't see it. Wheeler, especially the wheels fall off. No, I would say (laughs) I would say if the Phillies if the Phillies were going to win the East, which they're not going, which you know it's the Braves are going to win the East, so now they have problems, right? It's like. You have one team that's playing hard and knows how to win. You have another team that's just a pathetic, underachieving joke. You know? It's like... Are the, the White
1: Sox?
0: No, I'm talking about the Phillies. You had your ace lost to Tyler Malley at home in a must-win yeah, there's game.
1: there's no excuse for that. There's no, and there's no excuse for Well, I mean, they were Matt, my dog of the day. They felt the momentum. The
0: hashtag hashtag dog of the day. Team, so. <laughs> hashtag. Pick show. dogs. Philly's- TikTok. TikTok. Hey, your dog Me and Romanelli are going to go guy over too, my man. beats. There's no right. way Do you step no up our game.
1: Thanks, everyone, Dodgers, for joining uh, us. The Dodgers are plus
2: money to win the division now. You might want to jump on those guys. Eh? Have
0: a great day. We're going to try and act more professional tomorrow.
2: <laughs> Dodgers, that's easy money. That's layup money.